Hey. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. I had to get my lip venom. So I don't, so I don't so look I, like Ty. So I don't look like because my, my mouth is really dry. Oh man, I don't think well, when I, we, we watched okay. that, my mom oh, had my not God. seen okay. all of those Could characters I, I before. I say this in the most loving way. I can tell, like, I've never seen your face like this. <laughs> I can tell. No, I mean, you still look like you. I can just, it makes me feel better because I know you, like, felt what I felt. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, this, I, I mean, hate. even my mom has oh, been watching SNL since it started. Okay. Since it started, she was pregnant with me when it started. She said this was, without a doubt, the best episode she's ever seen. That so. My mom said she can't remember the last time she's seen. And our moms are the same. Yeah. You know, our cat, our Cathy's. Yeah. <laughs> yes, both of our moms have the same name, everyone. No, is your mom, and... is your mom's name short for Kathleen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, same. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We're yeah, just... by the way, guys, we figured out we're, like, the same person in different dimensions. <laughs> There's some Doctor Who shit going on essentially, here. Black essentially. Black Mirror Doctor Who shit going yeah. on here. <laughs> um, oh, man. All right. Well, we can but, just... Uh, Go God, ahead. I, I, I actually, uh, one of my uh, podcasting, you know, internet friends, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're about to record it, and our recap might be twice as long as the episode. <laughs> so, oh, but you know what? I don't care. I, I know. don't care. I know. Joy the fun. Joy the, the fun. Joy the fun. <laughs> Woo! That honestly, seriously, was like one it of made... the best responses I've seen ever to what's happening right now. I just was like, thank you. Th- and you know, I love her. I've already, I've always loved her because she's on Drunk History too, and she's oh. amazing. She's so cute, so endearing. Yeah. Um and. Honestly, what she said about how you look at white people and wonder, so were emails more important to you than racism? <laughs> that is my life. Yeah. That is my life right now. I know. I have struggled to be out in public because I look at everybody and not just men, yeah. women. And look, you voted for him. You voted for him. Yeah. I hate you. You voted for him. But you know what? I'm going to be a nice person because I'm better than you because obviously like I don't care. I don't care if you you can say you're not racist or misogynist or or xenophobic xenophobic. or homophobic (laughs) at all. But no, you co-signed it. I know you have to justify it. Then then you need to be the one to tell him to stop. I know. And I'm just going to say this. We are going to jump into this episode because this episode brilliantly breaks it down. I mean, I have been, and you've seen me on Facebook. I'm trying my hardest to sort of push through my own emotions about what happened by trying to come up with words that are comforting for everybody. And last night at, you know, we had a little thing for Lanny because his birthday is Wednesday. And, um, my friend was supposed to bring her son over. It was a surprise for Landon. He didn't know that his friend was coming. And she couldn't make it because she was in the middle of a, you know, charity race for raise cancer awareness or something. So her parent, her in-laws brought him over, who I'm friends with also. And um, her mother-in-law, Louise, was like, I mean, just her face looked like she had just stopped crying like two seconds before I saw her. And we're at In-N-Out. And she's like, so how are you doing? And I'm like, 
I'm doing okay. You know, like I'm just got to keep going. And she's like, well, I'm not. And then they came over to the house after we bowled and everything for cake. And we talked for like 45 minutes. And then she told Tracy, my friend, she's like, you know what? Talking to Nora was therapeutic. And I was like, that's so nice. Like, like, I'm I'm working through my own stuff at the same time. It's not like I have everything figured out. You know what I mean? And not to say that I don't have my own progressive allies and friends here. I do. Of course. And God bless them. And half of them have. Shout out to Carrie for being there for you. Because I couldn't. Well, no, Carrie and I, Carrie and I were there for each other. And we both like tried to justify it in ridiculous ways. (laughs) Like she goes, she goes, oh God, it's because I bought the champagne at Walmart. (laughs) No. And I said, oh, no, it's because I watched the election returns because I said I didn't watch the Cubs games. Yeah, you because I was bad luck. Thanks for that. Yes. Thanks, yeah. Colleen. Thanks. You ruined it. You ruined America by watching it. No, I, I, don't... Am nas- <laughs> I am the I am This the is not one individual. Yeah, no, I you know. know. But you know how you try to justify it. And we actually we actually joked about out at breakfast the next day when I was a total zombie and they dragged me out. God love Carrie and my mother. Uh, I'm trying I do. Not to I love them both. They're keeping you I, fed. Like, I, I try, no, I, and I'm trying not to get choked up because I appreciate yeah. it so much. But uh, at one point, <laughs> Carrie and I just started like rambling off dumb, bizarre changes that he would make to Washington, D.C. <laughs> and the White House, like the African-American History Museum. Like he would go there and be like, where's the ghetto section? <laughs> Where, where's the inner Where's the inner where's, city? Where's the inner city? <laughs> yeah. where's, where's the Newport vending machine oh oh and yeah do I feel that way no does he feel that way probably <laughs> but then it's it, this is like a this is like a a spontane like an unpredictable type of grief yeah. because I thought it was doing better and then we were watching ABC's this morning or this week um, ABC this week with George Stephanopoulos, right. and I've actually, I've I've seen those studios from my with my own eyes in the museum. Which guys, if you have any chance to go to Washington D.C., make that one of your top priority. I could spend a week there. It's amazing, regardless of your political party. Go there. It's it's amazing. I've seen the studios. I've looked in on the studios, not when they were filming, but I've seen the studios sure. myself. But uh, Van Jones was on there. Oh wow, Van Jones, who like I has love my, him. I love oh him. my god, and he predicted this. Yeah, he said after Brexit, he was like, "Um, guys, get ready." Yeah, because this is what's going to happen. And then we had uh, was it Mary Mary uh, Matlin explaining white explaining the yeah. election to him. And he was talking about ACA. Oh. And my mom, my mom started crying. Oh. Because she said, I'm 65 years old. I have, I've had cancer. I have a history of depression. Right. How am I going to get insurance? Dude, guys, it, this is real. Yeah. It's, there's, the thing about this is that it, I I honestly think that in some respects, and not for the reasons that other people have stated, like, I'm glad the system broke, and I'm glad it's, you know, this is what America deserves. By the way, Susan Sarandon, 
Oh. Fuck you. I'm going to, I'm going to, somebody better hold my earrings if I see her on the street. I'm serious. Oh, I have, I have some words. I have some words for you, Susan Sarandon. But anyway, in some respect, I join think the fun, Susan Sarandon. The fun. <laughs> I think, I think this is going to actually end up being very good for our country because, um, white people okay and and there's certain parts of this episode that are so spot on dave Chappelle, i'm sure he had a huge hand in writing a lot of this as well as the writers of snl um but the the truth of the matter is when obama got elected in 08 the first time we all including white people especially white people uh white liberals just went into sort of uh like a daze like oh, oh I didn't. we were oh, we were no, like no, oh no, this is great you are, we're no, a- you are speaking for yourself well, i'm just saying i'm the but same year obama got elected yeah. our republican governor got a second term i know and in certain parts of the country it got harsher but what no. i'm saying overall is what let me just finish my point is that white liberals took a break from fighting for minority rights and everything else for at least two years we were like people were high they were like this is it we've created it we've gotten to post-racial america everything's gonna be great this is the fucking utopia we wanted and two years later because we were all busy on vacation um because because of that the republican controlled congress came into being because we did not go to the polls we did not vote we were not campaigning for our guys hard enough and okay uh... no but then then we were like, oh, shit, how did that happen? So, of course, two years after that, we made sure Obama got elected again. But again, we didn't vote hard enough on the down ticket issues. And so we ended down up. Down ballot. Yeah, down ballot. Down thank ballot. you. And so and, and we ended up in this situation where the guy who could have gotten a lot more stuff done had he had an ounce of backup in Washington couldn't get anything done. He couldn't get the Supreme Court uh, appointed couldn't get uh, environmental things passed, really had to strip down to the bare bones, the Affordable Care Act that got revised like 20 times by the Republican Congress before it was actually passed. Exactly. So, they and, and they so, blame us for that. They blame us and for it's that. It's not. I, you know who I blame the most? Nancy fucking Pelosi. I'm going to call her out because she was no, one of the you people know what? that helped no, deconstruct she was, Obamacare. She was desperate. She was desperate. I know, but I'm just saying. She, she tried to get it done. She, I know, and she... I hated her for a while, and now now I'm like, I get it. I get why you had to do what you did. I get it, but I'm still pissed. I'm still pissed that the Democrats couldn't stick together and say, no, we're going to put this into effect. Get angry. Get angry. I was angry. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. I have been saying. No, no, it's not over. Oh, no, it's over. It's done. No, they said this. They said this again in 2004. But my thing is what Bill Maher said. Uh And I have been saying this for like almost 16 years. Mm -hmm. Get angry. Yeah. I I don't disagree. And and while Anthony Weiner is a horrible, disgusting, pervert, (laughs) troubled, like awful human being. Yeah. His rhetoric in Congress, I actually appreciated before yeah. the scandal. Before penis gate. Yeah. Because he called everybody out on their shit. No, and he I'm would, not, his, his got, record he, as a congressman, he, as, as he doing mashed, stuff there, he was he good. He mashed 
anger. I yeah. had that's part of the reason I was so angry. I was like, dude, I had I thought you were gonna be like the guy. Yeah. You were gonna be the guy to finally bring us up to their level with integrity. And yeah. it turns out you have none. Do you see the pic of him with uh Nigel Farage? Oh, Mr. Brexit himself. No, 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 this was after election. They were in the gold elevator in Trump Tower and like going like hey and Nigel Farage actually looked like genuinely like oh happy day. And oh, of course he is. No, but Trump still had that uh fuck. That terrified look on his face. Uh, uh, sure. Like, my mom's like, I, my mom said he was having diarrhea that whole time. Mm-hmm. He was but probably wearing gold-plated why, It depends. doesn't make me feel better. And she's going to win by an even bigger margin in the popular vote. I know. We don't count. But guess what? We're still here. Well, you know what? We, it, maybe it's it. time to relook over the electoral college. You know what I mean? We've been saying that now since it 2000. I hate to be that person, but it won't happen because guess who it benefits? No. And that's where the money is. The yeah, Co- it benefits the, the money people. It doesn't no, benefit the people the people. Co- no, the Koch brothers will make sure that doesn't happen. Oh, I know. All right, we're going to jump in here. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to cue the music. All right, hello and welcome to Talk Amongst Ourselves. I'm Nora. And I'm still here. (laughs) And this is Talk Amongst Ourselves. We are talking season 42 of Saturday Night Live. This is the fifth episode of Saturday Night Live. And I'm going to just throw this out there. And I don't think it's open for debate, really. But this is possibly the best episode of SNL ever. Oh my God! Dave Chappelle and musical guest, a tribe called Quest. Um, thank you, thank you, Dave Chappelle. Thank you uh, for everything. First of all, we got it before we jump into Dave and our love fest for Dave Chappelle and the fact that he's fucking back. Well, um, no, but he was back, but now he's like back. I know he's back, but um, oh, by the way, let, by the yeah. way, Leslie, okay. Guys, if you are on Snapchat, follow Leslie Jones. Yes. If you please. aren't, if you aren't on Snapchat, get on there just to follow her. You because don't have to follow she, us. Just follow she, Leslie Jones. No, don't yeah. don't follow me. <laughs> I post like dumbass selfies most of the time. <laughs> don't. Isn't that what everybody's posting on Snapchat? Yeah, but I don't even do okay. it that, that often. <laughs> or like something I'm watching on TV. I posted. Rachel Maddow talking about periods for Pence because I was proud. Yeah. Um, but wasn't that alliteration? Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, follow Leslie Jones. Oh follow my God. Leslie. Like not just for her comedic insight. She posted shit from the after party. Oh yeah. Night, and they covered Radiohead and it was awesome. Leslie Jones is the queen of social media. You should follow her on everything. Slate all day. She's just, she's just the best. Okay, That's- so we're going to start off. We're, we're avoiding it like the Black Plague. But we're going to start off with this cold open where Kate McKinnon. It's just Kate McKinnon center stage with the piano playing, of course, R.I.P. Leonard Cohen. And is she I, not a and, and I just want to say the music died this year. Okay, we lost Prince. We lost David Bowie. Now Leonard Cohen and P.S. just today, just now, just breaking, Leon Russell just died. 
today. Yeah. Okay. So I know it's too much. It's too much. But the fact and that Kate five dog, is, five dog. and like, five I'm, dog I'm, died I'm, this year from Tribe Called Quest. Act he got, he got the sugars. Yeah. He got the sugars. Um, so here's the deal. Kate is at the piano. She's playing, which and she I did not a, know this was a skill she, she had. A, she is a Renaissance woman. Oh, she my is playing God. the piano beautifully. And she's in full Hillary uh, costume singing. Well, Hallelujah. And she's and, in white for a reason. Yes. For, she yeah, she did. She did not wear the purple pantsuit. She wore the white for a reason because white symbolizes the suffragette movement. Yes. Yeah. And um, I ugly cried through the whole thing. I, Ugliest I, cries oh, I have ever had. I was just, I, and what it was for me, honestly, was um, therapeutic because I it haven't was. cried since the election happened, to be honest. I've just been pen. I. I I will be honest, this election instilled the same kind of fear in me um, that I had when I was basically in the Scientology concentration camp. And I ran away and I thought, I'm just going to run away. And I had all these ideas in my mind of what was going to happen with my life. And I got captured, essentially. And at that moment, when I was captured, I knew there was no escape for me that, that that my life was over and that's when the returns were coming in that's how I felt and I didn't just this like terror just sheer terror and I didn't cry because I was just so angry at feeling like that again because I thought I would never feel that again in my life two of my friends who are both attorneys in mm-hmm. Chicago um they got one of the first marriage licenses for wow. Yeah, it, and now I worry that that's going to be taken away from them. Yeah. I mean, there's a and, lot to be and, worried about. There's no, a lot to freak out and about. we're not being we're overreacting. If anything, no. we're underreacting. I mean, yeah. I mean, you need to... Okay, all of you, even those of you who voted for Trump, you need to fucking worry that, yeah. and pray that Trump lasts four years. Because I guarantee... Pence, you oh, have, you he's have, the devil. You have no idea what you're in for. Oh, no. I tried to tell you. Nobody would listen. Nobody knew. No, I know. And and this, these people who are, I don't know if you're a Democrat or whatever, who are on social media calling for an assassination of Donald Trump, stop that fucking shit right exactly. now. Exactly. First of all, I don't ever want to see an American president get assassinated, whether I am for that person or not, okay? That is just a no. My mom lived through JFK. It fucked everyone up. That's democracy. not a solution. It's not a solution. Hey, I don't killing is someone not, is not a solution. It's not a solution, everyone. Democracy does not look like violence. This cold open was highly therapeutic because I let out a lot of emotion mm-hmm. that I hadn't let out um, as a result of just being scared and trying to do what I always do, which is try and help everyone else instead of helping myself first and writing prolific things on Facebook and trying to, you know, even it be out the for my friends. Person. Or, and you try trying, to be the trying all not, the time. Yeah, I'm trying. But, you know, um, it was beautiful, this cold open. It's one of the best cold opens I've ever seen. And I bawled my eyes no, out. I've it never, was, ba- no, I've it never was bawled my eyes out. Yeah, I've, but I've never bawled my eyes out at a cold open in, on SNL. Never. I did. I've never, I did once. Really? When? And I regret it now. Because you know why. You know no. why. 
it was Reese Reese Witherspoon in 2001, and uh, Paul Simon performed "The Boxer," and I love that song. Like like Simon and Garfunkel like rips yeah. my heart out anyway. Um, but guess who is front and center and like making jokes? I don't know. I was I was incapacitated at that oh, time. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't see it. No. <laughs> uh, no, I need to send it to you because you'll yeah. be out like right now. I wish you could have seen it in the moment. Okay. I it was the first time I let myself like cry. And this is post nine eleven, right? Yeah, and yeah, and okay. it was the first time I let myself like it broke down my wall and I bawled right. and I cried, like a full body cried. Yeah. Um and like I can't listen to the boxer to without the state. about that now. No, no, without crying because okay. of that. Well, now a little bit less. But Rudy Giuliani was right there. Okay, I felt like it was I was an asshole because I was like, God, I didn't feel like this when my dad died. I didn't feel like this, and and, and God, I like because it took me a while to like get there. Sure, I mean when my it's... dad died. Like, yeah, I, I, I was just trying to get through all the, cause I was, you know, you were more in the eye of the storm when it happens personally to you. Yeah. But, um, the, the only thing I could correlate it to was nine eleven, and I felt like an asshole for that until yeah. De Niro. Go ahead. Yeah. De Niro today, I mean, basically said that he's, you know, they were asking what he felt about the election results. And he said, I, I feel like I did after 9-11. Like, that's, and it's interesting, you know, um, I, I think, well, we're going to get to the monologue in a second. But Dave Chappelle in the monologue basically hits on so many points about what's happening right now in the country, what's happening with white people and things like this. And it's very, it's a very fine line right now that as white people we have to walk uh, in terms of our outrage and other things because uh you know white people made this election happen did you see so, that white you know, people white people and it was written by a white man white people stop using the safety pen you look like assholes yeah which i i read the article I'm, and i'm i'm, I'm going to i'm going to disagree uh, i'm going to disagree with the guy because here's one thing the safety pin yes is something it's it's a crutch it's a crutch for white people Don't. right now to say look at me i have a safety pin i'm not one of the assholes which i think is a good thing right oh, now because i, I think it's i dug through all the doors in my house to find a safety pin <laughs> i couldn't find one yeah i'm probably gonna get a tattoo just because that's my response yeah. to things like this is to you know go sit down and have someone poke but a needle on me for hours let's on end. make it about a safety pin it's about but see the thing about that is to me is if I'm going to do like an, a comparison in literature, it's like the the Mockingjay in the Hunger Games. It's like all yeah. the people took on a symbol of like, this is hope. We're banded together in this fight. And for me, the safety pin, as ridiculous as some people want to make it, that's our symbol of hope right now. That's it, like, we're in this together. No, it's, you know? not, it, it's not like ridiculous to me, but we need to make sure it doesn't stop there. It keeps going. Exactly. And you again, can't just have a again, safety pin. I cannot recommend enough. Listen to the podcast, Keeping It at 1600. It's done by uh, John Favreau, 
No, not that John Favreau. The other one. <laughs> the and, John Favreau who's on the news, John yeah, Favreau. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Dan Pfeiffer, er, mm-hmm. who is awesome mm-hmm. and accidentally followed me on Twitter but didn't unfollow me. So, yay. Thank hey. You. <laughs> but they, they speak, and uh, this is what a Washington Post writer said about Van Jones this morning. They speak truth to sanity. Even if you don't agree yeah. with our politics, you might get some pleasure about hearing a podcast where liberals and elites, self-admitted liberal elites, they admit they were wrong and how yeah. wrong they were and how we're going to make it right. It is therapeutic. It is inspiring. And please go listen to that and don't give up. I'm yeah. giving up and neither should you. There we go. Kate McKinnon said it. I she just I just wanted to reach through my television and hug her and just cry with her. Sto- and- no, I have a story. Uh apparently during dress rehearsal uh the week before during Benedict Cumberbatch when they got on the stage and said we can't tell you who to vote for. Right. She did break down and she did start crying. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, listen, as you know, Kate is a a gay woman has everything to lose with the election. And as all, all LGBTQAI people have to lose all of the rights that have been so hard fought since the late seventies, every inroad that they made since Harvey Milk and all of these people who died fighting and are still fighting now, it's very serious. The thing like- about it is, is that we are as always, you know, getting pushed under here, women. And this is why even the ladies, I'm going to say this right now, even you ladies who voted for Trump, this is about you. And you need to we are you know, the get problem. on the right side of history. No, no, no. We are the problem. I know. And, and we, we have to fix to, it. We have to fix it. We have to fix this shit because it's serious. And I thought this cold open was so brilliant. And Kate was so wonderful. And Leonard Cohen. And I just love her even more. And Leonard Cohen's song. And who knew? She's just, a renaissance woman. Oh, my God. I, I have an even bigger crush on Kate McKinnon now than I did previous to this cold open. I'm just going to say that. And we go from this cold open to probably one of the best monologues I've heard in the history no, of the SNL. No, the best. The best. Okay. We're going to give it to him. The best monologue in the history of SNL. Dave Chappelle comes out and is basically doing 10 minutes also, of, I want of his stand-up. Also, He's doing 10 want, minutes of stand-up. Also, I want his jacket. I know. The jacket was awesome. It says Chappelle, and then it's got like and a little the C. C. The that C was on his the Comedy Central C. Which, yeah. I mean, I think he was also raising the finger to Comedy Central, being Basically. like, come at me. Come, come at me, bro. Come at me. But this 10 minutes where he is breaking <laughs> shit down, um, I mean, I, I wrote a few things down, and then I had to stop because I was just I, laughing too hard. I, but I mean, I, the fact that he says, you know, you know, Guess what, everyone? We have officially elected an internet troll, troll. as president. A which Twitter is egg. A Twitter egg. Oh, Twitter egg. A Twitter oh. egg internet troll. I'm not and, gonna and... say I'm not gonna say Pepe because that no. dude that dude had that image stolen from him. I know. It got well, it's the same way that the Nazis stole the swastika. Yeah. Do you know what oh, I mean? Like yeah, the swastika the is Indian, actually a spiritual Yeah, it's a spiritual thing from India. Um, that has nothing to do with hate at all. It's like the opposite. Well, because Cheryl Crow yeah. wore it, which, like, dude, I get it, but come on, Cheryl Crow. But post-World post War II, you can't rock that shit yeah. without being a Nazi. I'm sorry. 
And then um, my other favorite thing that he said, and this is basically what I was trying to say earlier without saying what Chappelle said, but he said, I haven't seen white people this angry since the OJ verdict. Verdict. <laughs> and and, and you true. know what? I, and know. again, and I, I, I'm sorry. I keep no. interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. Don't apologize to me. <laughs> Apologizing is not apologizing. Remember? But <laughs> I just, uh, I thought this was, br- I mean, his monologue was so brilliant to me. It just it hit every point about from the election, Black Lives Matter to oh, the racism that's the going on. You want yeah, the best Black Lives Matter analogy I have ever heard. Yeah, when blue he's, lives when matter, you're not born blue. Yeah, you can take that off. Right. He goes, if I could take mine off, I would. Yeah, if I could, if I could take off my blackness, uh, yeah, and put it away. Sure, I mean. The thing, and that just, it's like a mic drop. Basically, every single thing he was saying was a mic drop moment. And I and, love that oh, he took it. Oh, go ahead. When he, like, said something about, like, grabbing the puss, and he goes, sorry, Lauren. Yeah, I know, because you know uh, Lauren was like, don't uh, fucking say that. <laughs> I mean, they did not beep the N-word from him. They yeah, did not you know bleep what, though? the P-word. No, the, I th- no, he said he said way more throughout the entire episode. I was surprised. I was like, wow. No, I think Lauren knows he's got to pay the piper now. Lauren, Lauren, just Lauren, just let it happen. And thank you, Lauren. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for not censoring Dave Chappelle, I... for letting him do what was needed, not just for Dave Chappelle, but for the country. Because honestly, that monologue, that was a message to everyone in the country whose heart is broken right now I feel about like this I... election. It was perfect. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like maybe what mattered, and this sucks. It's wrong, but it's the truth, is that um, I think a lot of Lauren's white friends explained to him, dude, you played a part in this. So you have to let these people do whatever they need to do right now. Yeah, he humanized the monster, and he's got to he's got to make up for that. I mean, we all I, have to make. Yeah, up for I that. know it wasn't ultimately his decision, but it was probably at least forty five percent his decision. Minimally, minimally. Yeah. Okay, so we go from this unbelievably good monologue, and I love that Chappelle took took it down to the real here at the very end, and sort of gave out a little shout out for like let's let's work this shit out together. Like that's what we need to do. But I know, but you know what, unity. It's not even he was calling for unity. He was like, you know what? This is the situation we're in, kids. And we can either, you know, work with it and make shit happen or we can freak the fuck out. I don't and know. That's, my, and that's my, where we're in the between of right now is the my, freaking the fuck my, out ha- and no, making my, it happen. My hashtag is accountability. Okay. Listen, at, I'm all for that. At, I just think, no, you know. after After Mitch McConnell, like, said his goal was to make Obama a one-term president. Yeah. No. My hashtag is accountability. I'm with you. I'm with you. So we go from this monologue to uh, a sketch I needed. I'm going to call it the election party sketch because they it had no title. So... This, was, this was me and my mom on election night it watching was, the returns. It was except for the Latino this... toast because – First of that... all, well, yeah. But you, but you but know – But I didn't even have a total black people. friend in my living room to, you know, like bring it down to the real. And I just thought, first of all, Chappelle was so brilliant with his, you know, like, I mean – when they toast, they toast the, I'm just going to call Florida now. We're t- to the Latinos. And then he says, after, of course, Florida does not go for Clinton. He says, oh, I guess the Latinos didn't hear about your toast. <laughs> I know. And I was having an early stage meltdown. 
And Carrie and my mom, God love them, because they probably, it's probably a mix of not wanting to believe it for themselves and not wanting to see me, like, lose my shit. Um, they were like, no, well, no. I was like, no, no, it's over. It's over. Yeah. You, you, no, I know. No. You texted me. You texted me. Yeah. No, I know. But, <laughs> I, but I, then. I, I was Debbie Downer, but unfortunately I was right. I, I and I, I not in a right, but I didn't feel good about this. And I said for months, no, you don't live where I live. You don't know who I know. You don't know that there are so many women who think Trump rallies are fun. Right. And these are educated women. Like, no, you you definitely saw this coming. I, I want to, go. but let me but let me say something. My mom and I when the when the election started, okay, when the when the very first primary action started, and on the Democrat side, we saw Martin O'Malley, Lincoln Chafee, uh, Mike Webb, Hillary, and Bernie. And my mother and I said out loud to each other, why is Hillary running? She's never going to win. And it's just going to be a fucking disaster. Not because she's not a I good person. It- not because she doesn't have accomplishments. No. And no, 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 no. Because she's Hillary Clinton and there is no path to presidency for Hillary Rodham Clinton. And it's sad because honestly, she has the accomplishments. She has the experience. She's done a lot of good shit, but her name and her image is stamped in people's minds attached to a lot of bad shit. Some of which she is actually responsible for, some of which she has nothing to do with, but people just associated her with it. When Bernie didn't win the nomination, and I'm not going to get into a conversation about a rigged election, all that other bullshit, but when Bernie didn't win and he conceded at the, at the DNC, okay, and I bawled my eyes out like a little baby and he looked directly into the camera the next day to give his speech and said, hey kids, I need you to fucking rally together and do this for Hillary about 80% of Bernie supporters were like fuck this shit and they walked off they walked they literally walked out they literally walked out of the DNC they they did their best to refill the seats and make it look like nobody had left but over half of the people yeah over half of the people walked out and they immediately jumped onto the Stein Baraka campaign, which I thought was a total mistake. Jill Stein like, for months had knew, been campaigning. Who knew who, like, I didn't Nobody, even know that she's she done actually nothing. selected, and guess what? She she's done nothing. the same privileged background with less experience. Mm-hmm. She has no political experience. She's never held office. But, but comes from the same privilege that oh, Hillary no. did. She's a rich white lady. Mm-hmm. From the how same is she, area. How is she one of, of the, the people? From I know. The same area of the country. No, oh it's ridiculous to oh me. God. People did no research. They just decided. Listen, I like some of the things that the Green Party says. I'm all for the environment being I the number one thing we have to Nader, handle. The Nader and, Green Party. Yeah. Not the Stein exactly. one. Thank you. Thank you. Because Ralph Nader actually understands economics. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how they work. No, um, he, he, he manages. Okay. And you know who else I respect? It's Bill fucking Weld. He said. We need to give Hillary Clinton before the election. He said, "Right, let's start giving her her props. Yeah. She's qualified." And I will say this: job. Had Michael Moore put out his Michael Moore and Trumpland movie at yeah. like maybe in April, this would have changed a lot of hearts and minds or, because I watched and, that or movie. Or Megan Kelly's book. Yes, 
I watched that movie and I realized that my personal uh, qualms with Hillary started when I was in high school. Not mm-hmm. even the stuff recently. It really started back then. And we were conditioned as a country to loathe this woman. And it started in the 90s. It started even prior to the 90s for people in Arkansas who had her as their first lady in Arkansas. But for the country as a whole, it started in the 90s. And it was a unbelievably relentless campaign against this woman for simply being a woman for for eight years solid. And then it didn't stop once she became a senator. It didn't stop when she became secretary of state. It didn't stop when she ran for president the first time. And so we have had now like 30 plus years of built up negativeness about one individual, I think far more than any it's other sick. single human has been and built up again. she still had the grace to say that Michelle, and it, which is also probably true, Michelle has dealt with more, like way more shit than she ever dealt with. Yeah. And, and the thing about that is, though, despite that, Michelle is still better liked overall than Hillary ever was. And this is the sad news is that Hillary Clinton is the girl that everyone knew in high school who was working her ass off on every group project, who was getting fucking 4.0 plus GPA because she did extra credit for every class. She gave everything her 110%, but nobody liked her and nobody wanted to sit actually, with her in the fucking cafeteria. Actually, and that's the sad news. That happened in my high school. There were two people who were down to the like decimal point and for a valedictorian. Oh, wow. And one was male and one was female. But nobody had any opinion of them much right before this. And everybody thought like not everybody, okay? Not everybody. I shouldn't say that. Um looking back, especially compared to now, uh, my high school was more like I thought my my high school was oppressively conservative when sure. I went there compared to now it it was progressive right um I mean we had a picture of Jesus in the hallway it's still more progressive than what we're doing now um love you guys love you Mr. Reed um but uh they like thought she was being like petty. Right. And they thought she was like, she was the one who like was because she, she was being difficult. Yeah. She she has it because she, this girl was like one of the most like beautifully quiet people I've ever met in my life. Sure. Like, like to the point where I was just like, Oh God, I hope you get the opportunity to speak your mind one day because it seems like you have a beautiful mind and I want you to speak it. But she never did. And the other guy was, he was a very nice guy too. Sure. Um, They were both so generous, but when it came down to it, they looked at her for being like secretly vindictive. Sure. Because that's what happens to women all the time. Anytime a woman stands up for themselves, they're a bitch. Or if we stand up for ourselves, we're bossy. You they know, every every quality that a man gets applauded for, we get shut down for. Yeah. 
And that's and that's really half of the problem. I mean, if, if we want to make a point here in America, we've made the point we are more sexist than we are racist, and we're pretty fucking racist. And I'm stealing that from Patton Oswalt, but I'm just no, saying. No, no. And, and uh, we're also stealing that from Amber Ruffin. Yeah. Tell me that's... about it. I'm black and <laughs> a woman. <laughs> join the fun. Oh God, we need to start a join the fun march. Yes. That should be the name. No, they call it Women March on Washington. They yeah, need now it's to the call Women's it March. Join the they, Fun. Yes. That should be it. We get more people involved. I think because, so. Because I guess so. what? We no, we need to embrace what Joe Biden said. We need to hold men accountable by making them a part of this too. All right. Listen, Uncle Joe is hitting the nail on the head as usual. You know how we both feel. Did we are in the I Love Joe Biden Club. We're the co presidents. Of that club, but and, I, and I like think people, people would think if they looked on my timeline that um, not only did Joe Biden die, but <laughs> he, he wasn't, <laughs> but he was also a blood relative, right? By all the Joe Biden stuff, and I, oh my God, it was like a hug that people knew that was the way to make me feel better about all this was yeah. to remind me of the goodness of this man and his unrelentless pursuit to do the right thing. We're not going to have a whole podcast about Joe Biden right now, though, because we love him. We need to. I, we should, but not just write this many, because we, we're we diverging so hard. We haven't even gotten to the most exciting part of the sketch, where right after the, I guess the Latinos didn't hear about your toast line, Chris Wack walks in. Hello? I Hello? I told you about this. I was like, here's And you're like, oh, unbelievable cameo. And I was like, oh, God, stop telling me stuff, because now I'm going to stay up all night to watch this. But I, because I just watched it this morning. Did you expect it? No, I, w- I was expecting a cameo. I did not expect it to be Chris Rock. Exactly. So I was like, you were Hell so yeah. And then when Chris Rock comes out, I mean, he was like, he was there talking about why did women vote for Trump and they can't believe it. And he's like, this is, he goes, that is kind of basically messed up. I mean, we have, if it was 50% oh, black so, people, no. Flavor Flav would have been president. I mean, you know, we would have had a lot of black presidents if we were over 50% okay, of but the population. You know what? No, not Flavor Flav. Because <laughs> I know, actually, but it's a I joke think, and I think it was funny. White people would have voted for Flavor Flav than black people <laughs> because they've known him longer and they really know how fucked up he is. Oh, God. Oh, God. But I love, um, you know, and then they get into the whole thing about uh, A.D. Bryant's like, well, what about uh, what about all our immigrant friends? And Dave Chappelle is so great because this is basically the argument I've been having with people out here about it. So he's like, man, you act like everybody trying to pick their own strawberries. They're okay, but fine. you know what? Like, <laughs> There's so many you pick strawberry signs but in Indiana. I know. Oh, oh, my God. Do you know that we are the strawberry, strawberry capital right here where I live mm-hmm. in Ventura and Oxnard? We're the, we, we grow like 80% the of the strawberries yeah. for the country here. And we get some good ass strawberries here because they fresh. But yeah. I'm telling you, there's, that's what I say to people all the time. All oh, these immigrants, they're stealing our jobs. And I'm like, okay, why, don't you, go, why yeah. don't you go get uh, up at three o'clock in the morning and show up at the field at four. And I want to see you go pick motherfucking strawberries all day and tell me how those people are, are stealing the job that you could have. Go do it. And then you come back to me and let me know uh, how much you're going to fight for that job or you're going to let those people keep that job. Like, come on. It's yeah. so it's so stupid. So stupid. OK, we're going to move on because okay, otherwise sorry. we're going to be talking sorry. elections. No, don't apologize. Uh, don't apologize. It was it's OK. Fantastic. Can I apologize? Then? You can apologize all you want, sweetie. Okay. You tell me you apologize away. OK, so the next uh, thing, Dave Chappelle comes out and introduces it. 
He says, everybody's been asking me all week, am I going to do some characters from the Chappelle show? So, you know, and I love The Walking Dead. So in that spirit, I hope you enjoy this. And then they cut to the Walking Dead digital short where he is. uh, Oh, my God. First of all, he's playing. um, Now you're going to have to remind me of the because I'm going to make a confession, kids. I don't watch The Walking Dead. Um, But I do know. (laughs) I asked about it more than I watched it. Okay. I tried. I really tried. I just didn't get into it. Sorry, everyone. I do appreciate the fandom, though. So, yay for people who are into it. This was like, this was actually, I think this was a healing moment for a lot of fans of The Walking Dead, regardless of who you voted for. Because of Glenn, because they lost Glenn. No, it was the way they lost Glenn. I know. I know. I did see the clip of that because it was all over the internet. It was hard not to see it. You know what? I couldn't even watch the real one. I watched the Lego one, and the Lego (laughs) one. No, the Lego one. The Lego one was intense. Oh my god! I was like, "Thank God I didn't watch the real one." Oh no, no, no! And then, um, so he's playing Negan, right? Negan. Yeah, that's the character's name. Okay. Yeah, Jeffrey. So he's Dean, playing Jeffrey Dean Morgan's. Psycho Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character, who I love, 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 love so I know, much. He's I so heard delicious. It. Actually, anyway, I, well, actually, like when he really died, like for reals, died. That's probably when I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I again. That's another one I didn't watch. Oh no! I, I, I watched like the first two seasons. I couldn't. I, I watched the first episode, and I was like, "This is the Cinemax version of ER." No, thank you. Yeah, I know. It's, just, I know. it's too I, much I, soap I, opera. No, sex. I hate myself for how much I liked it. Don't hate yourself. Listen, don't hate yourself. I watched Real Housewives of New Jersey for Sha- like Sha- seasons. Oh, I did. Oh, I'm so, oh. Like I said, like I still, like I'm done with New Jersey. I've been done for a few years, but God, OC and New York still have me. I know you can't, you can't quit them. You can't Hmm. quit them. So he's playing Negan and he's talking about which one, you know, he's doing the speech, which one of you guys is going to die first. And he does the whole bubble gum, bubble gum, you know, rhyme. And he lands on my favorite Chappelle character. (laughs) Tyrone Biggums. Yes. (laughs) That could use some bubble gum. And he's scratching and he's got. <laughs> I cheered. Oh, I cheered. I the never only thought character I he didn't again. do that would have been great was he didn't do Rick James. I, know, I just would have died. I, I would have died if Rick James was like, I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> you, can't, like, you can't kill me, bitch. I know I need sequels <laughs> to this. This is the first digital short that I like. Am demanding a sequel for. I mean, but the fact that he's doing all these characters, doing oh, five I characters never, at I once. I never thought. I never thought because we talked about this. Yeah, we no, we did, and wondered if it was an intellectual property like issue. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! This was this was a gift. I this was beyond a gift. And the fact that he that he does kill Tyrone and knocks his head clean off. And then the head is still alive. Tyrone. And then he's talking to his body. And then, and then they're oh, superimposing his head. And Lil John. Oh, and he's doing Lil John. What? What? <laughs> I love how he lifts up his hair and goes, what? What? Okay. Or, no, no, no. No, his the white dad he plays. The white dad is so great. He's my, like my life, my life, life matters, right? All yeah. lives matter. My <laughs> life matters. I love when I love when the guy, the blind guy at the end, who thinks he's white, and he's like, "This hat would say, you know." He goes like, "You do know you're black, so, right?" He's like, "This hat would say otherwise." He puts on the "Make America Great Again" and hat. It's true. And then he true. says, "It's Trump's America now, boy." And then the white dad guy goes, "That's right." Like, 
And that's how it is. That really is how it is. Oh, my God. But the fact that then at the end, he's quoting Whitney Houston's song, I'm Every Woman. And he's like, the head, Tyrone's head is superimposed on Hillary, on Trump, on Obama, on everyone, on the Statue of Liberty. I was like, oh, my God. I was crying. No, he, he memed himself. He memed himself like 14 times in this little montage. I mean, oh, it is guys, so guys, fantastic. Make, you know what? That's how you make America. <laughs> that's how you make America great again. It's like make this, America Chappelle again. Thank you. And let me just say one thing that I've been seeing all over Facebook that I think is ringing very true. And this this entire episode of SNL proved it to me is that in times like this, this is when the artists get to work. Yep. And this was art. This episode was a hundred percent art all oh, the way and through. Tribe called and Quest. Tribe called oh, Quest comes out next. And let me say God. in the nineties, man, these guys were my fucking jam. I, I loved them okay, so I hard. Tell, I need to tell a little story. Give me the story, girl. Okay, I was a nighttime accountant for the Millennial uh Millennium Park uh restaurant group in uh Chicago okay. and like underground. And I would often be working until like 3 a.m. Wow. Take take a cab back to my house, sober. Lost my wallet like at three times, sober. Oh, no. In the cab. So we like, like I sang the lyrics. I changed the lyrics to left my wallet in El Segundo, like <laughs> to match my struggle. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and uh in college like i loved tribe called quest and q-tip but they never had tribe called quest at paul uh, at parties so i've just right. requested vibrant thing over and over again there you go there you, so. i mean and let me just say these guys it's been 18 years since their last album and they it was like they did not skip a beat even though they're missing uh, a member they brought it so hard and what i love so much is they didn't try and like change their style to be 2016 they just fucking are doing exactly what they were doing in the 90s they're relevant even more now but what i love is that vibe that straight hip-hop vibe that is coursing through their music unapologetically the energy so energy is like like when you watch a performance and feel the energy and it but the thing is the energy doesn't feel rehearsed like Kanye, it's love genuine. ya. Kanye, love ya. But a lot of times your energy feels rehearsed. Yeah. These guys just brought it. They came out. I mean, the lyrics, I I hadn't heard either of these songs prior to them performing them. And I just thought, this is what I thought, no, America I first, needs no, right now. I thought that was like written like just before the episode. Maybe. Because, no, it wasn't. Apparently it is from their new album. It's from I'm, their new album. We yeah, the people. I, I'm such a square with new music this year i need to get on it i am got it girl you it's on spotify it's on spotify right now no i embarrass myself i've been out of the loop because whatever but um yeah apparently it is from the new album but when i heard it it was so relevant that i was like it it, the words hit me so hard and they were so good and these guys it's just them in a turntable up there and i'm like you know what I fucking love it. And, I love and, everything about and then, it. And then, like, the mural of Fife Dog. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. He was there with him. He was he yeah. was feeling it. And then we go from there, of course, to Weekend Update. 
which was really it was good. So good. It was so this good. was really good. Um, Che, I just love when Che's like, you know, he's he's his first joke was really good. He's like, yeah, we just elected, you know, and we did everyone. We elected Donald Trump of you know, President of the United States. United. <laughs> United. Yes, United. because that's how I feel. When people <laughs> when people are calling for like, let's unite. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Funny how you didn't feel that way eight years ago. I know. And Ch- and Joe said some good ones, too. He says, you know, they showing the photo of, of uh, Trump and Obama shaking hands. And he's like, uh, uh, Trump was showing America how brave he was, he was by meeting I- with the man who founded ISIS. ISIS. Yes. <laughs> he looks so sad in that interview. Oh, man. I just loved his face. And then, of course, uh, the, uh, you know, when, when you drain a swamp, it's just filled with newts, sleeping turtle, a hissing possum <laughs> and a pile of wet garbage. And they're showing for the new, I mean, it's like Newt Gingrich and then Ben, ben Carson, Carson for the sleeping turtle and then Rudy like, Giuliano, the hissing he's... turtle, and then Chris Christie is a pile of wet. wet. No, he garbage. is, he is <laughs> what a rotten, he, no, Chris Christie is a rotten dumpster behind the back of a mcdonald's right it's just it's oh even the rats won't eat there even the the rats don't eat it that's how bad it is right over the bridge and then of course we had the notorious rbg come out i was like kate i fucking love you so much and i don't know what that powder was that was supposed to be emergency oh my god no i think it really (laughs) was i think it was so and she i think it might have been tang because it looked like no 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 i actually have packet like little packets of b12 uh, powder. Yeah, I have emergency I have, and stuff all the time. No, it was B12 powder from um Whole Foods. Okay. And so it's possible. And they said you don't have to put it in water. I know you, you can just, just dump it in your mouth. Yeah. And I but think the fact the that her place. packet was like as big as her entire torso, and then she just had so much in there that it just was like falling. I mean, it was that's hilarious. Why, oh, that's why I think it was real. It might be. It might have been. I mean, it was obviously it was a little too much. She had to spit a lot of it out, which was funny also. But I love the little voice that she does. So, Colin, you know, she's talking like this. And she's like, I'm going to live forever, Colin. You know. An 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 apple a day keeps me coughing away. And by apple, I mean human growth hormone. (laughs) <laughs> and and i love how she said I, i'm looking at my notes right now i love how she said um she was gonna make the supreme court her front yard it's my porch i'm gonna sit on it all day and say get off my lawn yeah and that that made me think that we need a ruth bader ginsburg sketch with uh sherry o'terry's uh rito del vecchio oh my god i keep it Stop. now i keep it now you send me this legislation? I keep it now. <laughs> oh man, that would be so good. And then I this I I needed Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I needed her. I needed that character to come out and tell I me she wasn't going to be anywhere. Ginsburg. That's that's a Ginsburg. Yeah. Um. So then the next uh the next sketch threw me for a second because the first I was like, oh, it's Jerry's place with J H E R I. Okay. But then it turned into an inside SNL like sports thing, which was kind of cute because, first of all, thank you for listening to our podcast. Apparently, right? Right. I I mean, because this is the first of two Jerry Curl things in the sketch. No, it's not. It's the second. It's the second one. No, it's the second one. You're right. Because we had beautiful. (laughs) We had Silky Johnson's. Oh, that's right. They were talking about in the the, the Walking Dead thing. Yeah, the haters. The the haters. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That, by the way, that was another cameo that I was just. It made me like. The only thing better would have been Ashy Larry. Or if if uh, Charlie Murphy had shown up. Uh, I, I said I wanted to. I know. I wanted. I know. And, and uh, this was this was almost as good. This was fantastic. I mean, it was fantastic. But, yeah. But the fact but that Jerry but fact Curl. That, but, but you know this sketch got you because when Dave Chappelle's doing the, the SNL, um, inside SNL press conference after, he's like, I thought this wig was going to carry it. I thought I was going to be the next David S. Pumpkins. David Pumpkins. S. Pumpkins. I was like, ah! <laughs> Jerry Curl and David S. Pumpkins in the same. <laughs> like, oh, uh, my God. So, God, uh, I guess this is the, hey, Beck. Um, hey, boo. <laughs> really really dug that uh gray like coat thing you were wearing in the tonight sketch just saying somebody's got a crush on beck bennett who would have thought <laughs> so beck now you know you the ladies are the ladies are waiting for you they're just in, not in new york so you just have to come to yes. us yes basically and then of course we had a little tiny short after that, called Kids Talk Politics uh, oh, with Vanessa. Vanessa was a sitting around a, a little table with like preschoolers, and they're talking about Trump's hair, and he's got a funny thing. And then the little, the young black girl is like a mixed race girl. Yeah, my dad says that uh, Trump is going to stop and frisk my cat. We have a black cat. Her name is Pussy. <laughs> and Vanessa's face. Vanessa was the like per like oh my god, it was perfect. And Vanessa's then, face was and so then great. The twist. And then the twist, Dave Chappelle picks up his daughter and he's like, he's Oh, like, sounds hey, like hey, my hey, baby, sounds like somebody's dropping some, some truth. truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh man. Was so, like, all of it, and honestly, I saw some of the kids looking at her like, say what? What? And then Vanessa has to repeat it. Her cat's name is Pussy. And they were like, we know. (laughs) We got it. And and that's the thing. No, and I loved afterwards they said our kids are watching. Yes. Yes. Our kids are watching. Guess what, guys? Your kids. paying attention. Your kids know that this is fucked up. They do. They do. And my kids, we haven't, I mean, they've calmed down. They're not hysterical anymore, which is good. You know, but they're still a little worried. We're going to make it through, though. You know, got to be strong for the children. And then I can't even tell you how excited I was for the next sketch. As oh, soon as I saw, I as soon as I saw the Donnelly's, you know, outside shot, I was like, Sheila Sauvage is here. This is going to be so fantastic. I can't say how much I love the I Sheila actually, Sauvage character. I, I got a heads up to how good this was. This because- was so good. No, because before I even watched it, somebody, like, because I commented on bawling, like, ugly crying right. on Facebook about the, uh, the model, the, uh, cold, the open. cold open. And, uh, somebody said, oh my God, they even made Keenan broke. Like, yeah. uh, they, they even made Keenan break. Sorry, broke. Yeah. I can't even talk. I'm talking like our president elect. God. Cal- don't uh-huh. worry. Calm down. Calm down. You're going to be all right. The Trumpness will wear off in twelve to forty-eight hours. No, twelve to forty-eight months. <laughs> um. Anyways, yes. uh, but I was like, oh no, it's gonna be good. And 
Oh, it's beautiful. From the beginning, I mean, you know, she's coming on to Dave Chappelle. Obviously, it's last call. It's always the last call. And she says, you know, they they started on thing, and some of the lines were so. I mean, geez, they really went for it. Like first, she says to him, "Why don't you set me on the counter, and let me come to room temperature before you stuff my butt with with cornbread?" Because you know they were making like a turkey and now. Oh, I know, I know, no, I know, but they're no, they're drinks of choice. They're drinks of choice. Uh, yeah, it was the um. He wanted Dr. Pepper and Pepto because he's got the squirts, but no, he still wants to drink. It wasn't Dr. Pepper and Pepto. Oh, it was a. It was, a, it was like a scotch. And scotch, scotch and Pepto or something. And because then she I had, had the squirts, but I still want to drink. Yeah, and she and was having what? She he had, had a, a gin and Sonic. A gin which, and Sonic, yeah. Which is a gin with a little bit of hamburger in it. And they put the glass with the hamburger <laughs> on it. It was like a little White Castle burger dipped yeah. in the water. <laughs> it was so gross looking. It was so disgusting. It was so amazing. Oh, and her shirt, God. I want that shirt. And the guy's name, Chappelle's character was Corey Dipships, not shit, ships, Dipships, because I ship stuff. (laughs) He's he's an exporter. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then he was like, you know, at first I was looking at you and I was like, like, F no. no. And now I'm like, like, F, I guess so. so. And I love, I love after they do their totally disgusting makeout. Oh thing. my She's god! Like, you know what he looks like? Bellagio, look, this no, motherfucker. He, lo- he looked like an actual black Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> he did with the aviators and the hair. Yeah. But do you love when she's like, let's Bellagio this place? And they oh, both grab, they I, both grab the, no, the soda okay, no, water thing. No, then... we're getting ahead of ourselves. We have to go back to Keenan. Oh, Keenan! Oh my like God, Keenan was amazing. Keenan was in rare form. Oh, and we didn't go back to like Keenan saying, "This is my sixty-second season." Oh yeah, on the SNL, uh, yeah. inside SNL. This, I've been here sixty-two years. I'm actually <laughs> just disappointed that nobody said, "I'm just here so I don't get fined." That would have been great. Uh, Kyle should have said that. I know. I feel like eighty was about to, and then she didn't. I know. I don't know. No, you know what? They should have showed Pete Davidson there. Just no, we, yeah, he wasn't in he was, the sketch. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "I'm just here so I don't get fined." That would have been, been brilliant. That would have been great. Uh, but but uh, Keenan during the sketch when he's oh, blowing the, the air apoc- horns no, in his own ear. No, and the apocalypse. This is the apocalypse. Yeah, and the frog falls onto the. <laughs> <laughs> he's blowing the air horns in his own ears. Good. Now I can't hear things. Oh, and you know what? That looked like the debate. Yeah, it did. One red, one blue air horn. Oh, my God. Air. This sketch was so good. I was laughing oh, so the, hard. I, like, you know it's good if it makes you uncomfortable. Oh, the whole thing was gross. It was no, so the, over the, the top the gross. Kissing or whatever. Oh, that they were just they were just like literally their tongues were just like having a sword fight in the air. <sighs> you know, their their mouths never touched. It was just their tongues. And then when they're spraying the water all over, and Keenan could not stop laughing. They're Bellagioing it. It was so great. Play (laughs) Debussy. Oh, man. And then Tribe Called Quest comes out again with their uh, second new song off this album, The Spaceman. Um, Again, blowing it out. And we had Busta Rhymes come up on stage. Oh my God. And guess what? They they kept it going for the after party. This is, I'm telling you right now, this was so brilliant. This is 
This is this is what music should be on SNL, everyone. This is everyone. what we need. Okay, this is what's going to get us through the next four years. Yes, and then it, we have the less music. Okay. Yes, we need more music. Musicians, listen up. No, we need so, this. And speak out. And Yes, and say what we need to hear. Let's everyone speak out. And then, of course, we have the Leslie Jones digital short okay. about her dating life. And, you know, she's I like, I'm just it. like, I loved it, too. She's like, I'm just like every other girl. you know. And she's telling the thing about Leslie Jones is she's telling you actual stuff. Like, she's like, I had my first boyfriend at 18 and we were on and off for 17 years. And now I have never been in love since then. And then, I mean, I'm just going to call it right now. I'm pretty sure she and Kyle are not dating. But, no, but and I'm but pretty sure Kyle I was not a virgin. Her. But this whole thing, Lauren comes on. I think it's really important. For Kyle to lose his virginity. That Lauren you know? made an appearance. In a no, that, I don't normally that comment shows, on cast that, relationships, but that, in this case. That shows how much everybody fucking loves Leslie Jones yes. as well they should. And I love how they played. Because I, 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 I want to see like more being made out of like her interactions with Colin Joes. Yes. Yes. Because there is a lot of flirtatiousness happening between those but, two. And I love and Kyle. Like, and can I just say in that scene where jo- where Kyle walks by Joseph and he's like, little bitch. bitch. Joseph's like, what? what? When he turns, Joseph's ripped. Who knew where all those muscles were under that suit? I did not know that. You did. Okay, well, you, you called I, it. I may or may not follow That him boy is stamped, man. He's hitting the gym and shit. Uh, I, no, I can't have more than one SNL crew. Oh, somebody's going to be fighting over Beck and Jost. I don't know. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be, everyone? Who we will need- Colleen end up with? Will it be Colin Jost? Will it be Beck Bennett? No, it's going to be a twist. I'll end up with Kyle Mooney. <laughs> and it'll be Kyle Mooney, yeah. Or Mikey Day. But Mikey's married. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. I, uh, I no crushing it. on married people. No. Okay, so this Leslie Jones thing, I loved it. I loved the whole thing. I thought it was I, It was beautiful, and she showed, like, she's, like, letting us into herself. And little. let me just say, this last sketch was the perfect last sketch. This is the one they have gotten correct, finally. Thank With you ten for to one. Like, and it's, 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 it's a last yeah. sketch, but they're it's making last the last sketch a 10-to-1 sketch. Yeah. And this is a total 10-to-1 sketch. perfection. The way it should be done. Yes. So Chappelle's in the in a basement with his homies. They're watching a football game. Everybody's riled up, and somebody you know. Uh, oh, I, and this is this is a content sketch. Like this is uh, this is the um advertisers like sponsored content sketch. Who was the sponsor? NFL. How do we... Oh, the NFL. Okay, okay. Well, that makes that, sense. No, no, like... no. It clicked with me just now. I was uh... like, oh. That's why it was so much like blatantly like obvious yeah merchandise like licensed uh licensed uh, merchandise there were in like, Carolina Panthers apparel. yeah no Carolina Panthers Chicago Bears uh Patriots and I think somebody mm-hmm. else yeah so they're watching this football game and um it comes up during their conversation that Chappelle his character lives with his mother and he's like, you know what? It's actually a really good thing. And yada, yada. So then she comes, Leslie Jones comes in. And she's the mom. Okay, boys, here's some brewskis. And she brings the thing. And then she asks Dave, are you thirsty? And he says, yeah, I could use a drink. And so she gets a nursing blanket out. And he proceeds to get under this Perfect. nursing blanket to breastfeed from his mother. And then they're like, a snuggie, you're, a snuggie, you're 40. Like, it's yeah. a snuggy thing. Yet. 
you're 43. And he's like, I have never had diarrhea. My teeth are good. I don't get headaches. And he's like listing off all these things. He's like, this is, this is the elixir of life. And it's studies have shown that it's good for the mama and it's good for the baby. They're like, you're 43. Like that's weird. And then of course she comes out with milk and cookies for everyone. And no one wants the milk. They're like, uh, Pete's like, I'll guess I'll have a cookie. And Kyle's like, Oh no, I'll, I'll try it. Yeah, that'd be great. And he's drinking, he's chugging the milk down. And then, um, and then he Chappelle's like, oh, could I could I get like an extra shot or whatever? So she literally takes a shot glass and then hands him a shot glass filled with her breast milk from under the blanket. And then his sister comes out. Shashir comes out. He's like, you're supposed oh, to drive me to work. Yeah. And now I'm going to be late. And she's like, OK, none of you guys no, are going no, anywhere. You got to eat first. You got to eat first. So then both of them get under the blanket. <laughs> but Kyle Mooney is just looking on like, wow. This is what a family is supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, it was so, it was, and then of course they squirt the milk. They're fighting. And so the milk starts squirting out right all over Pete Davidson. And, and that's he's been breaking needed. the entire, he couldn't take it. Keenan and and Pete were just like dying for this whole sketch. Oh, and no, 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 holding up, no, holding up the cookies. Yeah. He's holding the faces. cookie in front of his face. No, that was the best. That was the best prop that made oh my it God. funny. And then Pete's that made it covered like a, with milk. I don't care. Like I, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm glad this is the sketch where it's great when they break because yeah. they're trying to hide it. This, like, okay, the way at these... one point when Chappelle comes out from under the blanket and he's just covered from <laughs> his whole face has milk all over it, it's dripping down his face. <laughs> okay, but you know what? Uh, you know what this reminds me of? The like the last time like collectively a cast broke so well was yeah. um. When not even the Ryan Reynolds one, the Peyton Manning Will Forte sketch, the locker room sketch. Yeah. How everybody held a towel in front of Oh, their yeah. Face. They were all like, yes. Yeah. Uh, that's what this reminded me of. And that's why I loved it. Because I, I love this. I loved it people, so much. We need to see people who want to laugh so much that they can't help it because yeah. that's how we need to feel right now. Well, then you know they're really having fun doing it i mean there's been a few sketches in the past where everybody in the sketch is breaking including i mean like famously the debbie downer sketch at disneyland with oh, Lindsay yeah, Lohan, yeah. where everybody even even uh you know or or the rachel or, was or the ryan, everybody broke. or the ryan gosling kate mckinnon uh cecily uh, strong sketch the, uh, alien abduction. right yes yes yes, yes. My, that my was coo- so my, great my coot coot my coot coot I love you, Kate McKinnon, and all oh your shit. Oh my god! And Kate that was, and McKinnon. I have to say, this Kate was a brilliant McKinnon, way to. I love you so much. Oh my god! Oh, if I, and I honestly, feel like I'm just gonna be honest. A, I'm gonna be 100 honest. Fucking hug right if now. If I could meet Kate McKinnon in real life and take her to dinner, and just like be in her presence for like an hour and just talk to her about comedy and about, you know, um movies and tv i i would die like you know how people do that sometimes they do like an oh amaze. I, no no like absolutely. you could win dinner with me like, if you donate like, and da, da, da. like I, oh it would be the high it would be the highest it would be a record-setting fundraiser for omaze oh um, i i would have to like steal shit to sell I, on like, ebay to get in on that i rank her is at like in joe biden levels of freak out when i would meet them oh yeah I just hope that I would be able to find my voice to say hello. So I don't just look like a crazy, insane person no, staring like, at her. I feel like I would just like blurt out. So, you know, we're supposed to be best friends, right? 
Oh. And then, of course, we had the good nights, and they gave Dave extra time on the good nights, which I thought was good. And he really sincerely thanked oh. everybody who was there, Chris Rock and, and Busta uh, Rhymes and, and, and Tribe Called not Quest. A comeback, but whatever this is. And he's right. This isn't yeah. for both of them, for Tribe For Called Tribe and him. And him. It's not, he goes, it's scary, but it's still scary as hell. Even if you don't have anything to come back from, it's right. still scary as hell to put yourself back out there like that. And yeah. I'm just saying this as an outsider who has no idea. Like, I have no idea. But God, thank you both so much. Thank you. Thank you for your, like, seriously, thank you for your service. This is what yeah. you did <laughs> for us. Thank you. America thanks you. And then, of course, next week. Holy shit balls. Oh my God. There's another person that honestly, I'm going to tell you a little tidbit about Chris. My former best friend used to live down the street. No from way. A couple who was renting their back like guest house out to Kristen when she was out here doing groundlings with Melissa McCarthy. And they thought she was not very funny. I'm just going to tell you that Kristen Wiig, those people that you rented the house from in LA, they're assholes and they thought you weren't funny. And then she ended up being one of the greatest comedians in the history of comedy, um, this is another person who I, I have a massive amount of hero worship for, Kristen Wiig, in her boldness of characters that she does, in her unapologetic, just like in your face. No, I'm I'm gonna need some Dunice's brother with his baby hands <laughs> action. We I'm need gonna some I know, I know. I'm gonna need some Trump coming out. Like, yeah, with as Alec Baldwin with baby hands, the baby hands with Denise's yeah. cousin Trump, and, like, and, and, and he, <laughs> he'll start to grab him, clapping them. the bubbles, clapping the bubbles. No, no, he'll be he'll be grabbing at. He's grabbing the pussy. With I the like, baby hands. No, I like. Can I touch? <laughs> that I I want to see Denise. I want. I wouldn't mind. I mean, you could just throw a Gilly, can we do like Gilly, a Gilly Rigby election. Eh. Gilly's like my least favorite. No, Gilly. (laughs) Gilly, did you you tell the people the wrong date? Gilly. Gilly. (laughs) Did you tell, did you give that letter to James Comey? Gilly. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, I'm so excited. And the musical guest is XX. Who's that? You have to explain that to me. Um, that is, it's another one. Is that Charlie X? No, but see, that's another. No, no, no. I like her. So who is, who is, uh, yeah. So who is this? No, the XX is like one of those alt, like alt electro pop. Okay. Are they like sprockets in real life? Is that what's happening? No, it's, no, it's an English, it's a, it's kind of like in the same vein. It's an English indie pop band. Okay. I've just never heard of them. So I will listen with an open mind. And um, it's a millennial hipster thing. It's a millennial hipster thing. Okay, but not like I mean, my, not, not like me, millennial, like ten years, like eight years younger. Than people me, who are twenty six, millennial. Is that yeah, what you were trying to yeah. say? Like that 24. kind of a thing. No, I, I just, hey, not not dissing you guys. Okay, we love all demographics. And I just, I just want to so give a we, shout out yeah. to the guy who listened to our episode last week, who called me out on Twitter. Uh, at slow rabbit on Twitter who told me I was, um, he said, you know, I was posting something about our other podcast that we're both on. And he said he was looking forward to it, but I hope there isn't going to be any more picking on Solange. That poor girl, you were brutal. So I thank you for calling me out and letting me know how brutal I was to Solange. Um, you know, I, 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 all I'm going to say is this tribe called quest. Okay. Well, that's, and all, that's and how all you do. Say, well, on that's a more how positive you do live note, music. 
on a more positive note, I got great feedback uh, about your Jerry Curl story. <laughs> Like well, that's good. I like I was yeah. and thank you of, no, SNL more writers than, for listening to my Jerry Curl story yeah, and for putting AD Bryant in a Jerry Curl wing. I know. Thank I you. like more than one person like <laughs> messaged me and said it was like, Wow, you really thought that was funny. I was like, Yeah, that's <laughs> it is. But I just I, love I, that I, AD I, Bryant I, had like, a Jerry Curl wig on. Yeah, and it was I was like, You think you know a person? <laughs> and then that happens. And it's a gift. It's a gift. Uh, you don't want to know all my craziness. Uh, that's uh, that's my big too know. much. I don't know. Honestly, if it's more like that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we will be back next week talking everything Kristen Wig, And I cannot wait for that. And thank you for tuning in. And you can find us. Yes, Stitcher is working now. So you can find us on Stitcher, on Google Play, on iTunes, uh, on our website, onegirlrevolution.net. Uh, and we are on Twitter. We are at, on the Twitter. Uh, at T-A-O underscore podcast. Yes. And thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We're working on getting some um, tchotchkes for you guys. If you want to show your support and, and buy some tchotchkes, we're getting that set up uh, real soon. And guys, we love feedback. Tell us, like, if you agree or disagree or, like, want to po- point out anything we missed in our uh uh, recaps or yes even like if you want us we're planning so many episodes especially with snl coming up on the hiatus right. if there are any especially web series or tv shows you think need attention let us know um we love hearing we'll check them out we will watch yeah. it because that's you know we need something to distract us and you can and- find us on twitter or you can even email us if you're super old-fashioned you want to sit, hit us up with an email it's talk amongst ourselves at gmail.com it's yeah because yeah because you know emails don't matter anymore right you know no maybe- no no emails are no are no big whoop <laughs> once again <laughs> all right well that's all I- we got for this week we will catch you next week with Kristen wig and xx thank you for sticking with us yes, and we'll you. see you soon bye